Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Well, hey, y'all ready for this? So this is fun <laughs> because I pulled in, uh, totally unbeknownst to them, both Nathan and Ricky, to discuss today's podcast. And I'm, I'm Nate, just so you know. If you're new here, if this is your first podcast you're listening to, we residents here at Income School, we, we refer to me as Nate yep. and Nathan <laughs> as Nathan. That's because when I first came and I started working here, we had a, a showdown. We said, we can't have two Nathans in the same place. This town ain't big enough for yes. the both of us, right? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors takes it all. And uh, Nathan won, so <laughs> I am now Nate. <laughs> it's officially my new name. Uh, so... This is fun because I literally before this, uh, what, 60 seconds before recording this, I said, hey, you want to be in a podcast? I have a very interesting topic that I want to get your insights on here. Because for those of you listening, I think this may be extremely eye-opening, this topic we're going to talk about. Because uh, you may have had some preconceived ideas about what you need to appear as on your channel. And I'm hoping for this to be eye-opening and uh, helpful to you. So, topic we're talking about is types of experts. Now, we're going to apply this to a YouTube channel or a, a channel maker like yourself listening to this. Um, and we're going to, I'm going to be, remember, neither Nathan nor Ricky know what I'm going to sling at them right now, but I'm going to list off some types of experts and we're going to have a discussion of what that would look like and how that might apply to different YouTube channels. Okay. Now, preempt this. I just need to say, I think when, when, Okay, you listening to this, or maybe I'll, I'll ask Nathan and Ricky here. Traditionally, when someone hears the word expert, you got to be expert on that thing. What comes to mind for you? For me, it's somebody with um, a lot of knowledge and experience. Uh, I mean, same root, right? Same root yeah. word. Mm -hmm. Knowledge or experience, and typically on the topic, right? So, you know, if we're talking about a YouTube channel um, about uh, training horses, right? Mm -hmm usually it's going to be somebody who's like personally trained a bunch of horses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Same for me. I just think of, you know, like kind of a specialist or, you know, in the medical terms or whatever, you know, it's just someone who does it or has done it a lot um, more than the average person. I would agree. And I think traditionally I'm including myself in this. That's how I would think of it also. Yeah. And, now, the interesting thing happens, and this perhaps happens a bit more in blogging than, than on YouTube, but the interesting thing happens is when we say we're going to start a, a YouTube channel, um, depending on the topic, and a lot of times in a variety of different topics, we feel like we have to be an expert on something before we can do it, or an expert um, in order to be credible, or an expert for a variety of reasons. And there's a lot of benefits of that also. Now, an interesting thing here is that traditional way, that initial knee-jerk response for you listening to this episode, that might have been very similar for you. I'm looking to do a bit of myth-busting here and mm -hmm. talk about some different kinds of experts in ways that you might not have thought of before. So first type, I would call an experience expert. That's the type that we just listed off. Right Now, this is the type of person that is a specialty in something that they have done it for a while. Like if it's a horse trainer, they've been training horses for 20 years. That's right. an experience right. expert. Like so that when they go and they talk about training your horse, well, hey, they probably have some pretty good answers because they've been doing it for 20 years. Now, when you're on a YouTube channel, usually you want to be able to communicate that with people and say, hey, yeah, I've been doing dog training or horse training for 20 years. So here's my best tips for perfect recall, you know, yeah. that type of thing. 
Um, what kinds of channels do you feel like would be best suited for this type of expert? Um, I think a lot of different kinds of channels, mm-hmm. um, really a lot of different kinds of topics. I would say if there's a strong information component, I, I would say that this type of expert could do well with that. Yeah. Um, this type of expert is not necessarily going to be particularly entertaining or <laughs> they uh-huh. may not have a strong connection because a lot of times it's like, it's harder for people to relate to that expert. They go to that expert to learn something, not necessarily to feel like, oh, this is my buddy. Um, yeah. So I would say on the information side, I mean, like if I go look up how to fix something on my car, it'd be great to know that the person telling me that like has fixed, <laughs> you know, a few cars before uh-huh. and is showing me how to fix right. my exact situation. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I was actually thinking of the car example. Uh, there's a guy, a Chris Fix, I think is one of them, pretty big YouTuber. Also Scotty Kilmer. Um, those are oh, two yeah, big car them. YouTuber guys. Um, and they, in nearly every video, talk about, I mean, Scotty, he's like, I've been a mechanic for 50 years. You know, that's the yeah. kind of, that's kind of the vibe he gives and gives kind of information based. Um, I also thought about Dr. Mike. Um, yeah. Uh, an expert i think he's i don't i don't know if i'd classify him here i don't uh-huh. know yet i i'm not i'm interested to hear what other types of experts there are but uh-huh. I, just him having a medical background um he provides he gives you the feeling like oh this is someone who knows what they're talking about they are a doctor mm-hmm. um, now his content is pretty entertainment focused i would agree um and so i don't know it kind of makes me wonder like i think yes definitely on the information heavy side um, but I wonder if there's also an opportunity for potentially some interest or entertainment element there. One I, of the things, sorry, um, yeah, one of the things you mentioned there that um, is that like he's a doctor, mm-hmm. but he probably feels fine covering content that doesn't fit within his expertise. And he's probably not like, I haven't really watched about if I, if it is who I think you're talking about, cause I know he's popular, he's mm-hmm. got a mm-hmm. big following. Um, He's probably not like a real old doctor, right? With like forty years of right, yes, surgery. Yeah, you know, he's a younger, guy. and younger so it's dude. like, it's like, yeah, I, I have a medical background, so I know more, a lot more than the average person mm-hmm. about all of these topics. Yeah, and so I can, I can be entertaining, but also stay. You know, it's because of that, or I feel like he has more expertise than the average person, but not like the expert on every topic, Mm -hmm. um, which is maybe a little bit different. I would agree. It's interesting because it's sort of experience expertise on there, but I would, it's potentially a a different type. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And he's decided, so the type of channel, so just for you listening, if you haven't heard the channel, Dr. Mike, uh, a lot of the content on it is doctor reacts to uh, medical scenes in this TV show. Right. Or doctor reacts to, hilarious South Park episode injuries or right. stuff like that. Yeah. That's the majority of his content. So people aren't going to him asking, how do I fix, you know, my, my broken wrist uh-huh. or, or they're not looking. That's not what the channel is. It's an entertainment mm-hmm. first channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it does really well in the browse area of, of YouTube. That's interesting too, because, because of his medical background, his expertise he's able to do reaction videos. Mm-hmm. Um, that's almost an area that allows experts to do entertaining videos. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those experts couldn't do a whole channel on it. I don't know. I mean, there's several, um, like I think GQ and several other channels have um, 
they invite somebody on who's well known for their expertise yeah and they do one video and it's because like nobody wants to watch that person react all the time but because that person's not like an entertainer Mm -hmm. you know yes um but it's really cool to get their insight one time on one video reacting to multiple movie scenes or whatever um it's it's almost like a way to do entertainment with you know like people with some expertise yes now for you listening to this uh so this first type of expert, which by the way, or I'm going to go over six different types of experts. I know in, in the YouTube system elsewhere, I've, I've mentioned a couple of these before. We're going to review a couple of them, but I've added some new ones to the list. So nice. I think would be very interesting. Uh, so with this experience, you can, I think conclusion here, that is a type of expert. And it's possible that you listening to this, you're, you're working on a YouTube channel and you're thinking about it like, okay, well, I have a lot of experience in this thing. Therefore I can make a channel about it. Um, first of all, it, it, you don't have to be this type of expert in order to create a YouTube channel, just Correct. putting that out mm-hmm. there. But then the secondary thing is even if you're an experienced type of channel, it's what or a type of expert, um, the type of channel you go about doing doesn't necessarily have to be what you might think it has right. to be right now. In this case, we're seeing some examples of it could be totally entertainment. It could be information. It could be very search focused. It just depends on mm-hmm. what kind of result you want. Yeah. Just because you're one type of expert doesn't mean you're forever locked into that <laughs> area. Okay, I've got another type of expert here, and I'm going to ask for your first impressions just based on the word I, I put to it, okay? Uh, research expert. So this is somebody who is just great at learning stuff. That's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. So they can, I mean, they'll research the heck out of something, um, learn everything they can about it, and... And then feel like they can talk about it, teach about it, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Anything to add, Nathan? Oh, well, the first thing that came to my mind was a YouTube channel, Try Guys, uh-huh. uh, or the Try Guys. Do you think that would fall into that? I, I, I wasn't quite sure because they go and they experience new things and they learn about it, but they're definitely not experts in uh-huh. it. They bring the element of expertise into their videos, from the people who they are learning from. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was kind of my first impression. It probably doesn't quite fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that was, that was my first, that was, those, yeah, that was no. my first thought. Uh, mm-hmm. Potentially another uh, myth busters, the, the, at least when they're testing mm-hmm. other things, because right. they're not an expert right. in that specific thing, but they're researching right. it, right? right? Right. And they, they're whatever, reasonably expert on the scientific method, on building cool stuff that they can use to exactly. test things. That's their expertise is like, trying stuff, testing stuff. Yes. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's pretty much how I would define this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I chose the right word for this type <laughs> of expert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, actually, definitely at the beginning of Channel Makers, I was a research expert yeah, right. because yeah. I realized I was in a catch-22 here. I was going to look to make a YouTube channel about growing YouTube channels when I didn't necessarily have a lot of experience with growing right. YouTube channels. So I realized, what's the way to bypass that? It's to go further than other people. It's to research more, to get more data than anybody else was mm-hmm. doing. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be sufficient, at least in my mind. I wouldn't be able to sleep well at night getting on a video and giving tips that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the best I could, I said, hey, I'm going to try to get some data to go with this. So for you listening to this, uh, that is a definite approach you can take. And it's... I mean, we just listed off some stuff. Channel makers would be an example of an information research expertise. Mm-hmm. 
um, Try Guys is actually, I would argue, Maybe it's at least fit. partially yeah. a uh, entertainment right. style. And they have a lot of connection because people care about yeah. each of them mm-hmm. individually. Mm-hmm. Um, is an example of, again, a research expertise. Right. Because you don't have to be an expert in something. Um, you see all these channels of, there's this one gal, I can't remember her name. She does like, I was, I did 911 dispatch for 24 oh, hours. yes, yes. Or I did boot camp. Uh, I tried boot camp. Or, mm-hmm. Like that's a similar idea because yeah. it's not, people aren't watching that just because they want to like, how, what is, you know, how to get into boot camp. Like right. that's not what they're searching. It's not information, uh, but yeah. it's definitely entertainment or connection mm-hmm. in those cases. Yeah. So like, this is like basically Tim Ferriss. It's less, maybe less research and more like, meeting really cool people that do really cool things. Uh-huh. But like he likes to try the extremes of like everything. Uh-huh. And so I think that's probably another example if any of you who have watched or, or followed what Tim's been doing for years. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's interviewed people on pod, on his podcast and um, even like gone out and done stuff with a lot of these people just completely across every spectrum you can think of, of types of, expertise yeah um and he just likes to learn how to push the limits of being a human this one is really cool to me because anyone could do it yeah anyone if you're willing to put in the work or the time you could succeed um you know obviously like you said earlier nate you have to be willing to go farther than other people are willing to go but if you do that you don't necessarily have to have the 20 years of experience um like you said it was it's kind of a cool bypass it's a lot of work not to you know say it's not but very cool i love this one yeah and i agree and i think that's partially it was when i was starting to figure that out i know i'm speaking personal stories here but when i was starting to figure that out that one of the earlier videos on channel makers took off and it's actually still i still have it up and it keeps getting views Mm -hmm. Um, because it was, it's the one about um, how often should you publish videos. That, that video represents 20 or 30 hours of my time just compiling data. I pulled thousands of YouTube videos and tried to see what was happening with a variety of different niches, et cetera. And that's the kind of thing mm-hmm. that you can do um, because it's going further. It's yeah. like taking the next step, and it does take some work to gain. The, it's almost like short-term expertise. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. You pick a micro topic or something and you say, okay, what's the, what can I research on this? What can I uh-huh. test on this? Now, and that segues, interestingly, into the, our next expert type, which I'm going to label as a, um, I, 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 okay, I have two words for this. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting the second one. I wrote down just one of them. Um, oh, oh, here it is. A, a hero or a journey expert. Which, I, you know, you could argue that I brought up Tim Ferriss, but... Mm-hmm. In some ways, that's more of what he is because he's not like researching what a bunch of other people do. It's more like I'm going to go on this journey and experience this, um, and I'm going to share that journey or or tell you about it or whatever. Um, in some ways, he even like interviews other people who are experts, but pulls out the journey they went on to become an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense to me uh, conceptually. I think. The idea is like you go on journeys and we get to experience that with you. Yeah. It seems to me that this one, uh, from kind of thinking over the videos that I see that I think or creators that would fall into this category, seems to do very well uh, on the entertainment side. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it seems like a lot of big YouTube channels often seem to take this style of maybe if we call it a style of video, if you made it into a style, um, you know, trying, I'm going to try this for 24 hours, almost, almost turn it into a challenge Uh type deal. Um, and maybe it's just for like a phase of their channel, but it seems like there's a lot of top creators who run their channel or try this style or maybe they're searching to find out what type of, um, you know, expert they are. And it seems like a lot of big YouTubers kind of run this, this style or at least give it a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. A hundred percent to both what you're saying. That's how I would, I would look at it. A, a distinction I would draw between the research expert and the journey expert. This mm-hmm. one we're talking about right now is that the audience intent for watching it research. They're typically the focus is more on the topic, right? The journey, the focus is more on the individual mm-hmm. or the person in the video, which is why I think you were saying, Nathan, that a lot of connection or yes. entertainment style channels yes. go that way. Uh, huge one that's been exploding recently, Ryan Trahan. Huge. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a journey expert yeah. because it just does crazy challenges and yep. he takes you along for the journey. Yeah. Now, having said that, the cool one of the coolest things about this type of expertise to me is that just like the research expert, you don't have to be an experience expert to do this. And you can, it, even if you're just one step ahead of your audience, it still works in many cases right. for an information channel, which is not something a lot of people yes. think about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like if you're, if you're doing a DIY uh, home repair and you've never done, uh, let's see, changing your light switches, right? If you've never done that and yet you make a video like, guys, I've never, I've never changed my light switches, but here we go. And you just document the journey and, and that type of thing. See, it still works. Right. But see, the the slight difference is that you're not necessarily like pulling up like 100 different types of light switches and researching mm-hmm. the best of this, this and that. It's more like, I'm going to experience this, come along with me for the journey. But it still can be information. Do you think for this style of expert or this for this category, do you think it's important, or like if we're talking kind of specific video ideas, um, cause it's like you said, it's more about the creator themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that that being said, I think that there's an important piece there probably, which is the video idea or kind of the premise of the challenge or that sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of channels, big channels kind of doing very similar styles of video. Do you think that for a smaller channel looking to do this style of content, do you think that, um, the idea they present needs to be you know, vastly different than kind of what's already out there to kind of, I don't know, to, I don't know exactly the question I'm asking here, but do you think that the style needs to be very different to kind of get the recognition? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because as a small creator, people aren't going to recognize you as the creator, but they might recognize the idea or the interest of the, does that make sense? So what does it take to really like get started? Yeah. On, On the information side, I think, you know, search and stuff. Uh, right. It's not that hard. Right. I mean, Absolutely. and, and really along those lines, it's like <clears throat> really even on the blogging side, that's where, that's where I first started with income school. That's where Jim first started with improved photography. Right. He was, he learned, he took a photography class. He was learning stuff as he figured new things out or learned it. He wrote about it with income school. When I first started, I hadn't, I hadn't done blogging yet, but I'd known Jim for years. I had seen what he was doing. He was, teaching he was showing me what he was doing mm-hmm. i was i was seeing all the examples on the back end and then i was adding some other elements to it a little bit more um structure a little bit more um 
also, you know, business sense and stuff, things to, to that. But for a while though, I was teaching on YouTube, um, blogging as well, but also, but teaching on YouTube things where I was, I was just a few steps ahead of the audience, but I was with Jim who also had some more of the expert expertise, but that, that worked for us and we were able to be very informational. And again, it's just because it was just a little bit further ahead than who the, the viewer was until now over several years, I, I have some expertise that like I can really talk about mm. it on in, from an information standpoint, but more on the entertainment and connection side, like what is, what do you think is probably the best way on a journey channel? Do you just have to do something that's just kind of outlandish? Is do you have to like go Mr. Beast, like do something, take it a step again, like a step further, like the research, uh-huh. uh, like do something where people see that thumbnail. They're just like, okay, I got to watch this. Mm-hmm. It's that is a really good question, by the way. And I mean, we could almost do this a whole same pod- thing, yeah. a whole podcast <laughs> yeah. just on this, which maybe we will. Uh, but in that in that case, when I look at it, it's not necessarily that you have to do outlandish ideas. Uh-huh. Um, partially because sometimes if they're too outlandish, the algorithm doesn't even know. Right? right. Uh, like, is this even a good idea? For? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I have seen success with, and I'll, I'll probably leave it at this for this for this episode, is taking an idea, but um, a, a, uh, diver- uh, a uh, different angle on the same idea that's done elsewhere. Right, right. Sometimes the angle is sufficient to say, this is my first time doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. So like um, a classic example, trying uh, Mediterranean food for the first time. Uh, or, or like an American tries Mediterranean food for the first time. That is a concept of a video right. that would do well, right? Uh-huh. Um, because it's it's got a clearly defined audience, people that are interested in this foodie type of space, right? And then there's the American side and the Mediterranean, and then there's the chef side. I mean, there's there's some clearly defined things right. in there, right? Um, so that alone, like, I, which is partially why I think that one channel has. I, I wish I could remember her name. The gal that does like I did nine one one dispatch yeah. right. for the first time. The whole premise is she's never done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's inherently a built-in interesting factor. Uh-huh. So to your point, it's not nine one one dispatch. Uh, for those of you who are international, that's uh, the U.S. Emergency. emergency line, right? You dial nine one one to get to call the police or an ambulance or that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's not a new concept. That's no. been forever. Now contrast that if she tried to make that video, um, um, doing nine one one dispatch. Well, I guess that's still interesting. I'm trying to make it sound more boring. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a shift is a nine one one dispatcher. It's like, yeah, it's kind of an exciting thing, uh-huh. but like, it's just not. It's not nearly as intriguing. I mean, there are lots of videos that show some nine one one dispatch stuff. Yeah, it's like take the topic and find the a unique angle for it. Right. Like, Eating a McDonald's burger, billions of people have done that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But if it's eating a, Mc, a Big Mac for the first time, that's a lot different. Yeah. Or uh, if you're, I don't know, you're, you're, you've never seen a McDonald's before, or, or just yeah. like different angles like that. That's the kind of thing that would work mm-hmm. really well in this. I think if there's something about you also that's maybe, I wouldn't say unique, but maybe even more specific that you can sort of maybe lean into further. It could make it even more interesting. Here's the example I'm thinking of. Like, what if instead of just like American tries Mediterranean food for the first time, what if you're like, you're from the American South, you have a Southern accent, 
but like you can kind of lean into that accent a little more and you could, I mean, you could dress like, like a American Southerner and you could wear the hat, the, you could have a Stetson on, you could be wearing the boots Uh and in all your videos. And it's more like American cowboy or redneck tries Mediterranean food for the first time. It's more like, then it's like, okay, what's, what's an American redneck who eats, uh, you know, um, chicken fried steak and stuff every day. What are they going to think of Mediterranean food? Uh Um, you know, American redneck or you know, redneck does a, uh, uh, does a shift as a uh, if nine one one dispatch and it's like uh-huh. you know with your accent and stuff like what's <laughs> you know what was th- that adds like this other level of entertainment uh-huh. that you could kind of lean into. I'm not talking about like faking anything. I'm talking about like take some aspect of who you are and lean into it for a journey channel. I think that could especially for the first time. Like I doing this for the first time, you know, so many things that like would be hilarious about and I'm not trying to like make fun of anybody here. I I've lived in the South for a while too. And like, I love the South. I love, uh, anyway, so much about so many cool places, but, um, but there's just something about that culture where it feels so like different contrast. So yeah, very, very well with so many different things. That, that Ricky was just describing is a formula for a successful channel. Huge. If you have yeah. the ingredients for it. And right. the thing is, it's not that you have to be some exotic thing in order no. to do that. You just need to find the right contrast Something in about, those cases. Well, and it's like, I was born in a very small town in Idaho. like Small town farm boy. Yeah. There you go. Like, and I, <laughs> I grew up, we had horses. Like, we raised horses. We, you know, we didn't train our horses because you know, that wasn't our expertise. We had somebody else do that. But like, I took care of horses. I took care of chickens. I'd like, I did all those things as a kid. Could I lean into that a little further? Like now I live in a suburban neighborhood, but I still have chickens um, or I do now. We got some this last year. Could I lean into some of those aspects of, of my life? And um, on the channel that I'm planning to start building up here in the near future for kind of my fun on the side thing, I'm definitely going to be like, leaning into that aspect of myself. I will probably be wearing plaid in every video. <laughs> and as often as I can, I will be driving my tractor. It's just <laughs> going to happen. And I think it's kind of cool to lean into something because I think it can add another level of entertainment. Yes, absolutely. Love that. All right, next one, next expert type. That was three. And potentially the three we've listed thus far are some of the more larger groups or more mm-hmm. well-known, right? All right, I got, I, I'm going to give you this next one. I'm, I'm curious what you say to this one. A neighbor expert. To me, what, I, what came to my mind was like, you know, if your neighbor came and asked you, hey, what do you know about this? In fact, my neighbors come to me and been like, hey, I've seen you doing like work projects and stuff. What do you know about the sprinklers and stuff? How do, how do I get my sprinklers to turn on? Mm-hmm. I'm not the sprinkler guy. I don't have a service that does that. I'm not a plumber. I'm not any of those things but I certainly know how to turn on the sprinkler valve for my yard. I know where it is. I know where his is. And so I can go provide some expertise, but I'm not an expert by any means. Yeah, absolutely. My first thought was growing up, I had this uncle who just seemed to know how to do stuff. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Uh-huh. You're just maybe that person where kind of just, a handy person. You're just you know almost things. handy, but maybe it's niche specific. Maybe it's kind of a topic specific. Like the person that knows the answer to every trivial question out right, there. Right. Right. <laughs> kind know? of that kind of, that's kind of the first thing that came to my mind. And, um, 
trustworthy some sort of level there's some almost level of initial built-in trust for some reason i don't know why uh-huh. uh, kind of that vibe yeah yeah i i love that uh, that's pretty much what i was going for and um, it's it's fun giving you these and yeah. i i hope you know listening to this everybody listening to this and this is literally this is the first time i've mentioned yeah. these to them that's why we it's had to pause for like 15 seconds it's like <laughs> i think he means this <laughs> No. Yeah. So with this neighbor one, it's it's pretty much that. Now this one, if I were to put a YouTube channel to it, it'd be kind of the quintessential. If you've heard of uh, Dad, How Do yes, I? Yeah. Yep. That's it. And it's funny, Nathan. You should mention the built-in trust thing. Uh, it, there's a lot of channels that we don't go there for the necessarily because they're like really good at one topic. Mm-hmm. We go there for the feeling. Yeah. And sometimes we go there for information, mm-hmm. like with this dad, how do I, you know, how do I fix a, a clogged toilet? Like right. he's going to yeah. show you, how do you tie a tie? He's going to show you. Right. I would label some of the, some of the channels. Uh, what's the, who's the cowboy f- uh, chef? Maybe it's just called cowboy chef, cowboy chef, uh, Kent Rollins, something like that. Um, I would argue that his channel is, so he shows mm-hmm. you how to do stuff and mm-hmm. he cooks it out in nature. Right. And it's like, that's great. You can, maybe the food looks good. Maybe you want his recipe. That's great. But you're not necessarily watching the videos because of he's an expert right. chef. Yeah. You're not doing that. It's also not necessarily, it's not a research. It's not a like journey one. Mm-hmm. It's just him spending time with you. Right. And it's like your neighbor, hey, mm-hmm. let's spend some time together. Let's make some sloppy joes. Yeah. 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 Uh, the channel Jerry Rig Everything. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly large channel. A guy, very similar. Um, I watch, I'm subscribed to his channel. And as I'm thinking about the content he produces, it's like, phone teardowns <laughs> he converted a vehicle to electric he put an elevator in his house he put an elevator in his house <laughs> yeah uh, he has a garden it's just like wait what is your channel about but <laughs> yeah. he's kind of just like this kind of cool guy who i liked i kind of like his vibe and things that he does there's kind of a level of trust it's like oh i wonder if he has anything to say about this topic or you know he just put out a video about the new iphone oh that's kind of cool i wonder what he has to say even though i'm not going to buy it i don't really need to care or want to care but you know i want to be there on his channel so that that i totally get that yes yep exactly anything else you need to add no there i i like it it's actually got me thinking more and more too about uh, i i kind of feel like there can be a little bit of a mix of some of these uh-huh. like you probably want to kind of have an overall one. But I was like, totally going to say that later on, Ricky. I was, oh, was going to say, Let's you don't have to it. just be one. No, I was go just ahead. thinking, though, like, I'm just having <laughs> this thought about, like, for my, this channel I just mentioned, I'm like, I think the neighbor vibe is what I want. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there might be some journeys and research and stuff, too. Yeah. But I'm probably going to pick one. It's like, like the main vibe I'm going for. That's yeah. what you get for not prepping us, Nate. <laughs> yeah. If I'd known, I would have just. <laughs> we would have buried the lead a little bit. <laughs> I actually have zero issue with that. <laughs> I already spilled the beans there. And if you're listening, we aren't even through the whole list. And yes, a channel can have more than one. Yeah. But usually you're leading with one. It's very yep. similar to yeah. archetype yep. here. Yeah. You have some sort of mix of them, right? I like that. I love this uh, framework. Yeah. Cool. Maybe this will be updated in the YouTube system I know. sometime, like, right? It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next type results expert. Here's the pause while they think about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I add some commentary. So there's not dead space on this. What are your thoughts? What comes to your mind, Nathan? I'm trying to think. I guess the way that I think is to put a, to think, try to think of a channel that I would say um, would fit kind of this. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I could see it being something where it's like, 
we test stuff and see the results, but I almost feel like that overlaps with research to yeah. some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe it gives some examples. I, you know, I made $10,000 on. Oh, I see what you're saying. Instagram in one yeah. week. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that as like, um, I don't know that I'd like lead a whole channel with that, but I could, but it works really well mm-hmm. as a video type. Yeah. Um, this one's the most interesting to me because uh, it's sometimes the easiest to lie with. Uh, <laughs> and by lie, I mean L-I-E, right? Lying. Um, it's because if, is there perceived expertise? If you're able to go on and say, I made, you know, 20 grand from my Shopify store yeah. in 30 days. Uh, like j- from starting mm-hmm. to 20 grand in 30 days. Is that perceived expertise? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Now it's interesting because this one's, I, I guess I'm speaking on the, a few different angles and I want to hear your thoughts here. Um, the place you see this happen the most, which is funny because I guess I'm, I'm kind of going from a viewer perspective here for a moment, a little caution here. Um, how often if someone has money, they're perceived as an expert and they can yeah. talk about whatever the heck they want to when they're not an expert. Uh, this happened a lot in the, I, I used to work in the personal development space uh, before doing this. And I swear, as if that person was a millionaire, multimillionaire, they could say whatever the heck they wanted yeah. and everybody would take it. Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's the truth. Even if yep. they had no idea about relationships, they could be counseling you on your marriage. No idea, right? And it's funny because this results, that's why I refer to when I say you got some sort of results in your life and therefore you're perceived as an expert. Right. Now money, I think is the money results is one of the biggest um, uh, culprits here because- Weight loss, I'd say is another. Very true. Like, oh, I lost a hundred pounds. It's like, cool, um, great. But we are very different people. And what was your situation? Uh-huh. Um, like what you're saying may not work at all for most people. Yeah. Now it's interesting. I see this type of expertise being just fine uh-huh. um, and very valuable, and actually one of the per- highest perceived uh, expertises. Right. Um, if it's over time and consistent, like right. if you can show consistent returns of things, what I see happen sometimes is people will have one big breakthrough. Yep. Here all the time, there's some Bitcoin teenager that that got <laughs> like he's now a multi-millionaire and now he's like somehow the expert and he has a whole channel and people listen to it because he one time got lucky mm, right. and therefore is the result yeah. they bought bitcoin at the right time and then yeah sold when but there was scared. zero uh, experience or yep. other forms of expertise behind it yeah yeah I, th- I like what you said about kind of the consistency over time to kind of prove because i think like the kind of but to your bitcoin example okay someone had that happen okay, cool, that doesn't make you an expert in anything, but maybe if you pursue it, you could become an expert in it. Um, and, you know, and, and then you're not, then you almost maybe fall into another category of expert uh-huh. as, you know, as you're kind of working <laughs> along that journey, which is interesting, you might start. But I think it's, I think what you said is really important. I think like I would, I would be drawn to videos like this. Right. Um, but I would also be very wary uh, to the advice I was receiving um, and I think that there's a lot of trust building that would have to happen on a channel like this um, in order to, you know, retain an audience over time. I yeah. would say there's a lot of trust building that should happen on a channel like yes. this. But I yes. think a lot of times um, these kinds of videos do really, really well, even without the trust building, yeah. because people are easily taken in. Um, this isn't a new like phenomenon. 
anybody who's familiar with the musical Fiddler on the Roof mm-hmm. in a song, um, if I were a rich man, Tevier says like, um, basically like people would come and ask me their questions and he's right. like, and it doesn't really matter if I answer right or wrong. Cause when you're rich, they think you really know that's uh-huh. the line from the song. <laughs> and that's what stands out to me. It's like, yeah, it's like if you have had a good result, even if it was a fluke or even if it was not a fluke, but you've done it once in one situation, you know, you might be providing advice to people who are in a totally different situation. You know, we teach stuff here. I teach blogging and you know, someone has a successful blog and immediately they're like, cool, I'm going to go teach blogging. And it's like, well, what led to your successful blog? Like, do you have something unique to offer? Right. Did you learn what somebody else taught you and follow that to a T? And then now what are you going to do? Go teach what they teach. Um, yeah. Also, like you built it in one niche. Have you done anything in a second niche? Have you done something different? Have you tried multiple things? Have you done any? Have you tried research? Have you tried all of these other different things like types of expertise? Or did you just kind of, you had one good result. And so mm-hmm. now, because of that result, people, you think people right. should listen to you. It's interesting because this is the one that, and this is why I say these, sec, these um, second group of three expertise are perhaps smaller than the first three mm-hmm. we talked about. Because this one, more than any, I would recommend you do not lead with. Yeah. Uh, because most of the time, like for the reasons we're discussing here, it's, um, it's unsustainable uh-huh. or it's actually not legitimate. Um, However, mixing it in, what you were saying, Nathan, like, would you click on videos of like this awesome result mm-hmm. that you got? Absolutely. And that's yeah. why we do that. Um, we've done very successful videos on our channels with that. Um, so it's one that's a really, really good mix in, uh, but rarely is it good to, to lead with that. I think that's part of the issue. It's tough. I just got to yeah. speak here. It's tough because we can see other channels doing really well by leading with this. Uh, it's kind of the whole, I'm not an expert on this. Here, see, here. I'm admitting I'm not an expert, but kind of a lot of the whole cryptocurrency area. Mm-hmm. Um, you see so many stories of rug pulls where they hype something up and then they pull out and everybody loses money and it's it's a bad yeah. thing, right? It's this kind of mentality of, well, they got results, therefore an expert, mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. trust them. Uh, and that's something I would really look to avoid if you ever find yourself in a situation like that to not lead with that. Try to make sure you got the experience, make sure you got the other things. Yeah. I would say too, that it's, um, if that's what you're leading with, you're setting up a channel that's more like a house of cards. It's on a super shaky foundation because, um, if it turns out that whatever you're teaching doesn't hold water, something changes or it's not, it's not repeatable. If somebody else can't replicate what you did, then eventually the people watching your videos start calling you out regularly for being a fraud. And you're like, I'm not a fraud. I really did this. But yes, you did that. But it's not, if it can't be replicated, if your success can't be replicated by what you teach, then the house of cards will fall down. Yeah. Now, and an, an alternate, so this is an information if you're teaching something, right? An alternate, you can you can get results on an entertainment style channel. Uh-huh. And if people, that that's a little bit safer in my mind. Yeah. It's like, well, what sometimes I put, you know, 10, 10 million Orbeez in my friend's pool. That's a result. That's yeah. something oh, really totally. big right. that you did. Um, but the, the, the audience aren't going to be like, well, no, I'm going to do that. You know, I can't replicate that. I can't well, replicate of course. that. <laughs> but you're there for entertainment, right? Yes. For not for information. Yeah. Which that's does kind of put a different lens on it. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I Yeah. I think that's a great and important distinction. Yeah. 
All right, we're on to the, the final expert type here. All right, you ready for this? I couldn't come up with a, a single word for this one, so you get a couple of different words on this one. All right, well, if I were to give it a single word, it would be a commentary expert. I added on there current events slash commentary. But if, if you want a single word, a commentary expert. So, I mean, I mean, this would be a channel where reacting or giving commentary on things, you know, whatever it is. It could be current events. It could be TV shows and movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, see a lot of this. I guess what I'm wondering about is like what makes you an expert on that? Is it because you know something about the topics? Is it just because you're going to provide a perspective by reacting or by adding your commentary? I guess that's my question is like... Uh -huh. What makes you an expert in this? Or rather, are you just somebody who's just going to say, well, here's my opinion on Yeah. So that was my first question, too. I, <laughs> it just made me think of someone who starts at this channel or successful in this channel is just someone who's maybe generally smart or generally be, yeah. has good advice or um, maybe the expert part is that they are good at speaking or that they're good at... Uh, making convincing cases or their explanation. So maybe they're not necessarily the expert of the topic, but they're just like good with words or something like that. Uh -huh. There's this phenomenon going on right now <laughs> that I see this, like it shows up in like Facebook reels and stuff as I'm scrolling through. And I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of a TikTok phenomenon is where this came from. Where like someone's showing a clip from a video that maybe from a movie Maybe it's just a different YouTube video or something or TikTok even that went viral. But now what they're doing is they're split screen and that video that we've all seen before is there. And then their face is there too and they're watching. And then they're like, <laughs> I'm making faces like, uh, like uh -huh. oh, now I understand. Or like, you know, someone's like decorating something and you're like, I don't get what they're doing. Or making one of those paintings where they paint it upside down and they're just like looking at it baffled like, What's he reaction. doing? What's he doing? And then, then they turn the painting over and they're like, slap their forehead like, oh, that's what it, oh, that looks amazing. And they're just doing this all with like facial expressions. Uh -huh. I don't get that. I don't know why I would watch somebody else do that, uh -huh. but I'm seeing them everywhere. Like that's not even commentary. You're just like reacting and showing emotions on your face. <laughs> to me, this is a ridiculous type of content, but it's like, it's all over the place. So obviously it's working. Yes. And actually, I mean, to your point, so you're bringing up, yeah, I, I think we're, we're pretty much on the head with what I was had in mind with this type of expert. Reactions uh -huh. is a form of commentary. It's a form of adding to a conversation, right? Yes. Um, reacting to things. So on the entertainment side, it would look like that. Um, also, honestly, a lot of, not to get political here, but a lot of political commentators yeah. fit into this area. Yes. They're not necessarily an expert on in political anything. policy. <laughs> in anything, right? Uh, on policy, on any of these things. And yet, people listen to them because they're an expert on right. commentary. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's an interesting one also. There's also people that, and, and speaking in combinations, you can be an expert, like let's say you're an experience expert and you're commentating on something else. That yes. is another form of, of mm -hmm. expertise. Right, that's like the, the Dr. Mike kind of situation. Yeah, right. yeah right. exactly. So there was an example I saw of this. It was a somewhat political commentator, um, but they were playing Minecraft. 
and <laughs> commentating or commenting on the Minecraft and how dumb it was. You know, like it was like uh-huh. that kind of thing. Also, they would like review movies, uh-huh. um, but they're like every other video is political, which is so interesting to me. But there's you look at the views on these videos, there's some draw to mm-hmm. the specific video that maybe has nothing to do with their typical topic. Uh, but it's, the, I think it is, yeah, the commentary piece. Yeah, I would add to this also the, um, uh, like, a, a lot of, I would call them, like, video essay type of things mm-hmm. where they're trying to make a, a point. And uh-huh. it's funny, that's a combination of research because a lot of times, many of those channels, I'm not speaking bad to any of them, they're they're um, they're very well researched. And yes. then they make yeah. a case right. with this commentary on the video type of thing. Um, or spoiler channels. They're also, it's commentary on a, like a... a piece of art and uh, these are all the spoilers right. and Easter eggs from this TV show. Um, that would also fit into this space, I would say. Um, but there are entire channels that, that are just a person talking about whatever the heck they want to talk about and just being dramatic with it. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, there's a lot of drama with mm-hmm. most of them uh-huh. and saying their two cents on all of it, adding their opinion. They're a commentary expert. Are they an expert in that topic they're talking about? No, yeah. usually right. they are not, and yet mm-hmm. people still listen to them. Yeah, so that's why I had to add this. Uh, PewDiePie, yes, huge. Yep, uh, Mr. Beast reacts. I mean, we see. I mean, these are just huge examples, but uh, it is interesting. As after you kind of mentioned it, I'm thinking, oh wait, there's a lot of big YouTubers <laughs> yeah. kind of, you know, emphasizing or really capitalizing, like you said, Ricky. This seems to be kind of trendy, especially right now. Yes. A lot of people capitalizing on it. Yeah, I'm. I'm realizing. So, I mean commentary is something that we've all gotten used to watching for years. I mean, half of what's on news channels, most more than half, a lot of what's on other than like your local news station reporting on something. Basically every other quote news channel is actually mostly commentary by anchors and whatever. And with a little bit of reporting mixed in there. Um, But on YouTube, an example of this um, Russell brand actor, right? He's oh, grown yeah, a YouTube channel to over 5 million subscribers pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And really all he's doing, he's talking about current events um, and a lot of political things, but really just trying to kind of point out a lot of the kind of shady stuff going on in the background that is like, it's visible if you can, if you can connect the pieces. Mm-hmm. And so clearly he's got a team of people who are, cause he publishes basically daily, I think, mm-hmm. um, I think. Every now and then they'll pop up in my feed, but I think he says he publishes daily. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're pulling together, they're pulling from articles some people have written about specific situations, but they're saying, you know, um, hey, look, this is what people were saying. This is what the uh, experts, um, I'm doing air quotes, or here's what the news was saying six months ago. And look, here's what they're saying today. And you look at the hypocrisy, look at this, look at that. And he's like, and he's like, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. These are just things that I think. And basically in every video, he's like, but that's just what I think. What do you think? Tell us in the comments below, like, and subscribe, you know, all that stuff. Uh-huh. But like, it's, but that's what it is. It's just a very much a commentary channel on these are things that are happening. You might not know about some of them. We all know about the majority of it, but then like, here's the little things that that are happening at the same time and correlating and here's where money's changing hands and here's who benefits and yeah. just I'm, I'm not saying that there's a conspiracy but but <laughs> I'm not saying there's not what do you think and it's all commentary but it's really successful on YouTube mm-hmm. um, well, there's you, a certain like level that. of expertise that comes just from 
commentating on a similar right. topic over a repeatedly period of time, right. you become yeah. an expert. It's actually kind of research over time expertise, yeah. right? Because if you comment a lot and talk about things and connect the dots right. more than the audience, then you're a research expert also. Yes. In that case. So to the point here of ah. these six different types of of research or experts, I should say, uh, you your channel most likely is leading with one of them, but it's also most likely a combination of a few of them. Here's hoping that this has been eye-opening for you uh, thus far. And if you hadn't considered a certain area or if you thought you had to be a certain type of expert, but you actually don't have to be, uh, here's hoping that this has been helpful in those regards. Yeah. Uh, any any last thoughts, Ricky or Nathan? I just think it's a great, me, yeah. I think it's Very a cool, cool framework. framework. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. It's <laughs> like, it's really got me thinking <laughs> about like what I do, right? In my own videos and stuff. Just what do I want to do? Um, I think we're all probably doing some of these things, but if we're not deliberately leading with one, it might make our channels less interesting or less consistent, making them less, I guess, subscribable. Yes, I would agree. One other thing I'm gonna add, just additional layer throw in here right before we wrap up, is there's a strong likelihood that if you're not enjoying making content, I'm speaking for myself here, you're trying to approach it from the wrong type of expertise. And you just need to look at one of these other ones and try that instead. There's a really high likelihood of that. Yeah. So throw that in there. Hopefully that is helpful for you. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.